0: All right, good morning. I'm Pastor Gillespie from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School Sherman Center, Random Lake, Wisconsin. Good to have you with us here today, Monday, May 3rd, the Feast of uh, Naomi, my daughter, Feast Day, uh, Birthday. And uh, we're here for the Congregation of Prayer. We come to you each morning at about 9 a.m., uh, Central Time, I suppose. And we are working through some catechesis on uh, First Samuel. So Israel demanding a king, and now. Saul being chosen as the king. Now, we do take break, breaks throughout the year for, during the festivals uh, to hear readings that are appropriate for the festivals. So we'll have that
1: um, next week, I suppose, around the Ascension. And then, of course, for Pentecost. All right. Let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, the resurrection of the body, and
1: the life everlasting. Amen. Our memory verse for this week, we say together, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit
0: at my right hand, till I make your enemies your footstool. Psalm 110, verse
1: 1. Our psalm this week is Psalm 116. We say it together. I love the Lord
0: because he has heard my voice and my pleas for mercy. Because he inclined his ear to me, therefore I will call on him as long as I live. The snares of death encompassed me, the pangs of Sheol lay hold of me, on me, I suffered distress and anguish. Then I called on the name of the Lord, O Lord, I pray, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord, and righteous, our God is merciful. The Lord preserves the simple, when I was brought low, he saved me. Return, O oh my soul, to your rest, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. For you have delivered my soul from death, my ears, or excuse me, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed, even when I spoke, I am greatly afflicted. I said in my alarm, all mankind are liars. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, I am your servant. I am your servant, the son of your maidservant. You have loosed my bonds. I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. In the courts of the house of the Lord, in your midst, O Jerusalem, praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son,
1: and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. All right.
0: Uh, You'll recognize that psalm, of course, because portions of it are used in the Offertory for Divine Service Setting 1. So we sang it uh, portions of that yesterday.
1: Our first reading today is from Colossians chapter 3. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put
0: on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has any, a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to, the,
1: to God the Father through him. And then our reading for catechesis is from First Samuel chapter 9.
0: There was a man of Benjamin, whose name was Kish, the son of Abiel, the son of Zeor, or Zaror, the son of Bekoroth, the son of Aphia, a Benjaminite, a mighty man of power. And he had a choice and a handsome son whose name was Saul. There was not a more handsome person than he among the people of Israel. From his shoulders upward, he was taller than any Of the people. Now, the donkeys of Kish, Saul's father, were lost. And Kish said to his son Saul, Please take one of the servants with you and arise and go and look for the donkeys. So he passed through the mountains of Ephraim and through the land of Shalisha, but they did not find them. Then they passed through the land of Shalim, and they were not there. Then he passed through the land of the Benjamites. But did not, they did not find them. When they had come to the land of Zuf, Paul said to his servant who was with him, Come, let us return, lest my father cease caring about the donkeys and become worried about us. And he said to him, Look now, there is in this city a man of God, and he is an honorable man. All that he says surely comes to pass. So let us go there, perhaps he can show us the way that we should go. Then Saul said to his servant, But look, if we go, what shall we bring the man? For the bread in our vessels is is all gone, and there is no present to bring to the man of God. What do we have? And the servant answered Saul again and said, Look, I have here at at hand one-fourth of a shekel of silver. I will give that to the man of God to tell us our way. Formerly in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, he spoke thus, Come, let us go to the seer. For he who is now called a prophet was formerly called a seer. Then Saul said to his servant, Well said, Come, let us go. So they went to the city where the man of God was. And they went up the hill to the city, or as they went up the hill to the city, they met some young women going out to draw water, and said to them, Is the seer here? And they answered them and said, Yes, there he is, just ahead of you. Hurry now, for today he, has, he came to this city, because there is a sacrifice of the people today on the high place. As soon as you come into the city, you will surely find him before he goes up to the high place to eat, for the people will not eat until he comes, because he must bless the sacrifice. Afterward, those who are invited will eat. Now therefore go up, for about this time you will find him. So they went up to the city. As they were coming into the city, there was Samuel coming out toward them on his way up to the high place. Now the Lord had told Samuel in his ear the day before Saul came, saying, Tomorrow about this time I will send you a man from the land of Benjamin, and you shall anoint him commander over my people Israel, that he may save my people from the hand of the Philistines. For I have looked upon my people, because their cry has come to me. So. Samuel saw Saul, and the Lord said to him, There he is, the man of whom I spoke to you. This one shall reign over my people. Then Saul drew near to Samuel in the gate and said, Please tell me, where is the seer's house? Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer. Go up before me to the high place, for you shall eat with me today, and tomorrow I will let you go and will tell you all that is in your heart. But as for the donkeys that were lost three days ago, do not be anxious about them, for they have been found. And on whom is all the desire of Israel? Is it not on you and on all your father's house? And Saul answered and said, Am I not a Benjamite of the smallest of the tribes of Israel, and my family the least of all the families of the tribe of Benjamin? Why then do you speak like this to me? Now Samuel took Saul and his servant, and brought them into the hall, and had them sit in the place of honor among those who were invited. There were about thirty persons. And Samuel said to the cook, Bring the portion which I gave you, of which I said to you, set it apart. So the cook took up the thigh with its upper part and set it before Saul. And Samuel said, Here it is, what was kept back. It was set apart for you. Eat, for until this time it has been kept for you. Since I said, I invited the
1: people. So Saul ate with Samuel that day. All right, so some catechesis on this text. We'll go back to the beginning.
0: Um, what tribe was mentioned? We heard it repeatedly, but first there in verse one. Benjamin, and whose son was the son of Kish? That would be Saul. Uh, it's interesting how Saul's described here. This will come up again with David. How is he described? Yeah, impressively handsome, <laughs> and
1: uh, a tall young man, taller than any of the people by, um, you know, their head would go to his shoulders, right? What was Saul sent to find by his father? Some donkeys, and what was sent with him? It says there in verse 3, one of the servants with you. Uh, where did he look? We have him looking in the mountains
0: of Ephraim, right in verse four, the land of Shalisha, Shalim, uh, and then through the land of the Benjam- Benjamites. Benjamites, Benja, mites. Yeah, it's it's missing the end. That's what throws me off. Okay, uh, what did Saul say when they reached Zuf, the land of Zuf? They should probably just go back to the father before. Back to his father before. Uh, his father worries more about him than the donkeys, right? Uh, But before doing that, the servant makes a suggestion. This is not the last time or the first time that we have servants um, imploring their master to heed the voice of the Lord, right? Go visit the man, um, yeah, the man of God in the place, in the town, because he might tell them which way they should go.
1: Seek the Lord's direction, right? Uh, But why was Saul hesitant to go and see the man of God?
0: Yeah, he says he does not have a gift for him. This sounds very similar to uh, who is the, the leprous man? Uh, Naaman, right? Naaman brings great gifts and, of course, becomes a scandal, actually. Who is the last man of God? Mm-hmm. That, of course, is Jesus. Um, here, the servant actually volunteers a gift for the man of God, and that is one fourth of a shekel of silver. Uh, and then you have this anecdotal note, not anecdotal note, this uh, editorial note from um, the writer saying, yes, sometimes they're called seers, not just
1: prophets, the seers of God, especially in former times. Who met Saul as, um, as they were going up the hill to the town? Yeah, he met some uh, young women coming out to draw water.
0: Of course, water coming from young women. Uh, in particular, the water might signify um, the gift of baptism. We talked about the water being poured out before the altar back in First Samuel 7. Uh, of course, we have other texts that we might consider. Uh, let's just pick, pick a few here. What about Genesis 29? And that's with Jacob meet, meeting Rachel, right? And where do they meet? At Jacob's. What ends up being Jacob's well, right? So we have uh, the the bridegroom and the bride being joined together um, at a well with water. Of course, it's a picture of Christ in the church. John 4, Jesus himself meets a woman um, by the well, right? So there's the recapitulation of the same story of Jacob and his well, and it turns out it actually is Jacob's well as well (laughs) in Samaria, near Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob gave his son Joseph. Just in case you didn't make the connection, right? Uh, John makes sure. That you know, this is Jacob's well, so pay attention. This is very similar. Uh, And there's the whole discussion about marriage there. So the waters of baptism that Christ gives to his church, right? Draws water, redeems them by water. Why was the man of God coming to the town? Tells us here in verse 12. Yeah, to make sacrifice for the people at the high place. Of course, the man of God who makes sacrifice, again, should remind us of Christ who came to be our sacrifice. Of course we know who this man of God is, right? His name is verse 14 Samuel. Huh, go figure. We've met him before. <laughs> what had the Lord revealed to Samuel? Is that right there in verse 15 and following? Yeah, a young man from Benjamin would be would be coming to him on this day. And what was Samuel to do for him? Was it right there in verse 16? To anoint him, that is to Messiah him or to Christ him, if you like, as leader over Israel. Um, yes, that's what anointed one means. I have to say that seven times, more than seven times, I've said to the children this year. Now, what's the name for the anointed one? His name is Christ or Messiah, right? That's what it means. Messiah in Hebrew, Messiah, and uh, in Greek, Christos. Why did God say? or excuse me, what did God say, yeah, that Saul would do um, for Israel? He specifically anointed to save or to deliver his people from the hand
1: of the Philistines, right? Uh, But of course, who else would save his people, not just from the hand of the Philistines, but save his people from sin, death, and devil? Yes. Um. think of uh, what
0: the angel says to Mary and she will bring forth a son or excuse me this is what the angel said to Joseph um, she will bring forth a son and you shall call his name Jesus for he will
1: save his people from their sins from their sins um, how did Samuel know who Saul was?
0: the Lord told him this is quite interesting right there he is the man of whom I spoke to him um, no more explanation how the Lord told him. So it is really curious in the Old Testament, right? Is the man is, is the, the last man of God standing next to this man of God? Is Jesus himself speaking to, to Samuel and, and telling him? Uh, and yet people don't recognize him as the man who is to come
1: because he's not been revealed yet to them. Interesting idea, right? Um, verse 19, what did Samuel tell Saul? Let's give
0: a summary here. Go to the high place, right? Go up to the high place, that place of sacrifice. Um, And today, Samuel was going to eat with him, and in the morning Samuel would let him go and tell him all that was in his heart. All right? Um, But don't worry about the donkeys, right? How long have the donkeys been lost? Three days ago. Of course, again, all these pointing forward to uh, pictures of Christ, right? Who would be lost, quote-unquote, so to speak, in the grave for three days. Was Saul correct, or why was Saul correct in verse 21? When he says, Am I not a Benjamite of the smallest of the tribes of Israel, and my family the least of all the families of the tribe of Benjamin? Why then do you speak like this to me? This sounds a lot like Mary. Um, why is it that why do you say these great
1: things to me, least of the house of the land of Judah? Um, Saul is actually quoting, I believe, it would be
0: Jacob's benediction um, to the tribes. Yeah, his last words to
1: his son. Specifically, this is what he said um, to Judah, right? And this is why Saul
0: is a little confused about being made the anointed one, the commander of the army of the Lord. Because uh, Jacob had said, Judah, you are he, whom your brothers shall praise, your hand shall be on the neck of your enemies, your father's children shall bow down before you. Judah is a lion's whelp; From the prey, my son, you have gone up. He bows down, he lies down as a lion, and as a lion who shall rouse him. The scepter shall not depart from, here it is, again, Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, until Shiloh comes, and to him shall be the obedience of the people, binding his donkey to the vine, and his donkey's colt to the choice vine. He washed his garments in wine and his clothes in the blood of grapes. His eyes are darker than wine and his teeth whiter than milk. All right, so that was the blessing that Jacob gave to Judah, not to Benjamin. All right, so I think he's right, rightly, um, his statement is correct. Right, that the promise of the king was really to be fulfilled with the king from Judah. Right,
1: so Saul ends up being kind of a placeholder in a way. How many were invited to eat with uh, Samuel and Saul? Yeah, it says about thirty persons right there in verse twenty-two. Um, what is revealed then also in twenty-four? Yeah,
0: that a separate part, piece of meat had been prepared, particularly for Saul.
1: Is there another Saul from uh, the tribe of Benjamin? Uh, is there another Saul in the scriptures? There is.
0: And maybe you didn't know he was from the tribe of Benjamin. Listen, uh, Romans 11. I say then, has God cast away his people? Certainly not. For I also am an Israelite, the seed of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not cast away his people, whom he foreknew. Or do you not know what the scripture says of Elijah? How he pleads with God against Israel, saying, etc., etc. So this is um, Paul. St. Paul,
1: also known as Saul. Um, who is he preaching to here? It's quite a long sermon. I'd like to do a Bible study on the sermons of... uh... Oh, no, this is the book of Romans. What am I saying? It's
0: right in the middle of Romans, where he acknowledges that he is of the tribe of Benjamin. Um, In a sermon, that would be an Acts. Let's look, Acts 13, verse 9. Then Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him and said, "O, full of all deceit and all fraud, you son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness! Will you not cease perverting the straight ways of the Lord? And now indeed the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you shall be blind, not seeing the sun for a time. And immediately a dark mist fell on him." Boy, be interesting to read um, Acts and and discuss through Acts. This is about Eliamus. the sorcerer. Hmm. But Saul, who's also known as Paul, we see another level of fulfillment in the New Testament with um, the oppressor of the church becoming um, actually the author of most of the New Testament. Meditation on this text. Saul outwardly appeared to be an excellent choice for a king. God anointed Saul even though he knew Saul would turn from the Lord. Of course, The true king of Israel must arise from the tribe of Judah, according to the word of the Lord spoken by Israel in Genesis. The donkeys, which had been lost for three days, point us to the Christ, who would enter Jerusalem, mounted upon donkeys, be crucified, and arise, you got it, on the third day. Saul was sent to the prophet, or seer, that he might see what God had prepared for him. So another Saul from Benjamin would be sent to see Ananias, after he had been blinded by the light of Christ on the way to Damascus. The second Saul's eyes would be open to confess faith in the son of David, our Lord Jesus Christ. As the first Saul ate the food that had been prepared for him, so the second Saul would eat and drink the feast prepared for him by the suffering and death of Christ. Though the second Saul was the last chosen of the apostles, he would become the greatest of all. All right, we confess our catechism for this week. It's again from the table of duties now to parents and to children. Fathers, do not exasperate your children; instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Ephesians six verse four. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and your mother, or father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you, and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Ephesians six verse one through three. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, you have given us the gift of children who are to be brought up in the training and instruction of the gospel of your Son. Give to all Christian fathers and mothers the strength and will to teach the Word of God to their children and to see this responsibility as their most important duty. Deliver them from the temptation to abandon this sacred trust. Grant them faithfulness in their calling as parents that they might love and care for their children even as you love and care for them in Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Heavenly Father, grant your grace in Christ to all Christian children, that they might honor their parents in spite of their failings, and enjoy a long and blessed life according to your will. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We pray for faith to live in the promises of holy baptism, for vocations and daily work, for the unemployed, for the salvation and well-being of our neighbors, for our schools, our home schools, our colleges and seminaries, for good government and peace. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Help us, good Lord, by the mystery of your holy incarnation, by your holy nativity, by your baptism, fasting, and temptation, by your agony and bloody sweat, by your cross and passion, by your precious death and burial, by your glorious resurrection and ascension, and by the coming of the Holy Spirit, the Comforter.
1: Let us pray to the Lord.
0: Lord, have mercy. Pray for all those who celebrate their birthday. We have three today. Uh, my daughter Naomi, Lindsay, and Kevin. Those who rejoice in the gift of baptism, Kaylee. Uh, and of course, Arthur, who received the gift yesterday in divine service. We also pray in thanksgiving uh, with, for candidate Paul Marks, who will be uh, ordained and installed at Emmanuel Adel, and also Robert Schrader, who will be also ordained and installed at St. Paul's, Sheboygan Falls. We rejoice with Aaron, um, who has received treatment for cancer and is uh, in recovery. We also pray for Tristan, Marcella, Jeremy, Kelsey, Amanda, Roy, John, and Timothy. Janice, Sandy, Linda, Ken, Penny, and Blair.
1: Our homebound, Bev, David, Willis, and Janice, and Mickey. Um, And actually, we have a new Mission of the Month. Lutherans for Life. I can type really
0: well. (laughs) We also give uh, thanks to the Lord and we ask him to bless the work of Lutherans for Life, our mission of the month, as well as Sheboygan County Hispanic Outreach. For all this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. We pray the collect. O God, you make the minds of your faithful to be of one will. Grant that we may love what you have commanded and desire what you promise. That among the many changes of this world, our hearts may be fixed where true joys are found through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of
1: God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. All right, we sing our hymn for this week. Um, we haven't sung it actually, I think for a year, but it was one of my favorite. Uh, well, it's really a
0: combination of an Easter and a Lord's Supper hymn together, which of course, Easter is the Paschal Feast, right? Uh, the Feast of the Passover Lamb, of Christ, our Passover Lamb. So we'll sing stanzas one and two today. At the Lamb's feast we sing praise to our victorious King, who has washed us in the tide, flowing from his pierced side, allay. His sacred blood for wine gives his body for the feast, Christ the victim, Christ the priest. Hallelujah. I know you want to keep saying it's not that long, but we'll see more of it later this week. All right. It's good to have you with us all here today for our congregation of prayer on this Monday, May 3rd. Um, it's a nice. Well, it's not raining yet. I think it'll rain later. You can go back and watch yesterday's divine service. Um, you can watch the sermon separately, uh, available on YouTube as a separate video. Um, you can listen to it as well on the podcast. Um, I find podcasts to be the best for such things, um, mostly because you can, in a podcast player, you can uh, speed it up pretty easily, and it automatically just downloads into my phone, right? Um. And at some point, the Bible study will be available video. It didn't upload properly, but I do have a copy of it. So um, I'll also post uh, the Bible study, which um, I think is always engaging and interesting. So you can, of course, watch that later as well. All right, Lord be with you all. Keep you safe, and we'll see you again in the morning.